Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. Today we are covering The Craft, which came out in 1996, which was a request from Jess, I believe. Yes. Yes. I was tired of her not getting the references whenever I would compare other movies to this one or make references from this movie in other episodes. So I've determined that she has gone far too long without seeing it. (laughs) She has now seen it. Yes. (laughs) But before we go into the review, let's grab our cups and talk about tea. So we have some big news. We have our first affiliate, which is Plum Deluxe, which those who have followed us for a while knows that we've previously tried Plum Deluxe and really enjoyed their tea. You can buy their individual teas or you can buy like a subscription So today we are drinking Tea Break White Tea by Plum Deluxe. It has white tea, orange peel, tangerine, honeydew melon, and then love and gratitude and caffeine. (laughs) Always the caffeine. It uh, is necessary today. (laughs) One thing I do like about Plum Deluxe is they do put love and gratitude and like, it's like, that's a cute little thing because I haven't seen any other tea companies. But if the tea sounds good to you, if it's something that you think that you would enjoy. They're there for you. Yeah. So down the link down below, that's an affiliate link. So if you click on it, it's not going to impact your price of the product. It's just whenever you buy the product and anything from their website, we will get a small portion of the sale. So no pressure. It's just if the tea sounds good, you're doing the extra benefit of not just buying good tea, but you're also supporting us. But the tea is delicious, though. Yes, yes. And we'll probably mention it at the end, too. We're just going to keep the stuff at the beginning and the end. Because, you know, some people don't want to listen to that stuff. I totally respect that. But we do now have a PayPal that if you wish to donate to the podcast, um, you may do so. Um, The money will go directly to the podcast as well as a portion of it will be to support me and Jess. Because we do eventually want to get to a point where we can actually expand the podcast Mm -hmm. and hopefully be able to make it a full-time thing but we will we will just see where the fates take us you are our fate (laughs) let's get to the summary yes yes so enough of the the promotions but thank you anyone that does decide to take the leap definitely greatly greatly appreciated and definitely can't express how how grateful it would be. But anyways, for our tea suppers out there, brew yourself a cup of tea, sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the review. So, the craft. Would you like to? Sure. Girl moves to new school, new area. She has witchy powers. These three girls are interested in the occult 
and are trying to work some magic themselves. They realize that she can do these things as well. They bring her into the fold, create a coven of four, and witchy hijinks ensue. And the uh, three try to turn on the girl that has the most power, which was just a bad idea, but movie's got a movie. And <laughs> then uh, more hijinks ensue. She just completely wrecks them, and they all lose their powers apart from her. So it goes back to normal, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I think it's implied that they have some level of power. No, but they lost their power. Completely. Well, sorry, I meant in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. But not very, like, they're they're not doing much. Yeah. So if they were able to do anything, it was not very high level at all. Like, at all. So. Yeah, it was pretty immature. Yeah. Yeah. But Sorry, I was sniffing this. It smells kind of like floral, yet earthy. I like it. I've been waiting for it to cool just a little bit. Yeah, it's like I haven't tried it yet because I don't want to like burn. But it is white tea, so we didn't have to steep it as hot. But because I know you're like, boil. <laughs> Boiling water. But that burns the tea. I know. But our water dispenser has one setting for hot water. See, it's like I think it's it's the white tea, but it's not just the white tea that I smell like. I don't know. It's like, I don't smell the, I mean, maybe a hint of the... I smell some honeydew melon. Maybe that's what I'm smelling. But anyways. Yeah, the honeydew melon's like sweet, almost. Yeah, I'm just like, I want to try it, but I'm scared to because it's hot. Mm -hmm. You can taste the the honeydew. It's light, but you can, I mean, honeydew is pretty light anyways. Usually. But but yeah, that's good. Okay, so for, for entertainment... So I would give this movie a seven. Like I have, this was the very first time I have ever watched this movie before. And it, it I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie. I honestly don't think that enough people talk about it. Like it's a pretty good movie. Told you. Yeah, it, it's great. But uh, <laughs> <Told you> so. <laughs> I definitely would watch it again. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be like, oh, I'm going to watch it all the time type of movie, but it's, yeah, every once in a while. Um, it is definitely your very typical 90s grunge, like, with a dark theme type of film. But honestly, for the subject matter that it talks about, it is very appropriate for for the movie. It doesn't, like, take away from it, like, with Carrie revenge (laughs) and it is interesting because it's one of those movies where as the characters are going through like discovering their powers and kind of like starting to do these rituals the the person that's selling them these products i guess is the best way to put it it is pretty clear on like you have to be careful with magic if you use it the wrong way you're going to get it threefold back. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting because so you know something is going to happen. You're not exactly sure what, but you just know it's bad. And so you just have to watch these characters and see how deep they go and just kind of have to sit back and be like, well, she this did is going to you. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I do enjoy films like that mm-hmm. where you, you know... It's like you and the character know what's going to happen, 
But you're almost like the overviewing parent being like, well, what what's going to happen? What sort of karma are they going to get back? You know, but the film overall is very well structured. There's not really a lot of obvious plot holes that I could off the bat think of it. Like they definitely very well thought out this movie it's very well structured. The pacing is decent. Like I, there wasn't really a point in the movie that I felt like it was super slow. Um, it didn't seem like it escalated. It just had the right amount of burn rate. My uh, only nitpick on the movie is it would have been a little bit nice to know more about the main characters like Bonnie like the one that has the scars like they don't really explain what happened to her and why she has those scars it it's like I just wish I mean they kind of come off already as like the the weirdos of the school but still like sympathetic characters Mm -hmm. but I feel like if they had fleshed them out and given them a little bit more of a background it would have made them even more sympathetic. So that way, whenever they turn against the main character, it would feel like more dynamic. I don't know. That That's just my opinion. It's like I always find the character backstories very interesting. But it's like I do know it's, it's finding that nice balance. It's like you don't want to go too deep into the character because that takes away from your plot. But you don't want to just focus on the plot, depending on the type of movie. But typically fleshing out the characters makes it more uh, enjoyable to watch the film. But of course, there are exceptions to that rule. But without going deep into that part, this is kind of more like a fun fact. But me and Jess always complain how like older movies, whenever there's teenagers, they look way older than they should be. And I actually looked it up. And Two of the actors the of the main cast was in their 20s. And then the girl, R- Rachel, is the actress's name, but she's the actress that played Rochelle. She was actually, she's either 29 or 30 years old when she did her role as a high schooler. That just, it's mind-blowing. It just... Yeah, it's like you're you're not fooling yeah. anyone. I'm sorry. Like they're clearly older than high school, but that's most movies, especially during that time. Yeah, especially. Yeah. I mean, nowadays they seem to actually they're better about it. They they they're normally will pick uh, like if it's based off of a book, they'll mm-hmm. try and pick an actor that's a few years older because they have a little bit more acting experience, but mm-hmm. they can still pass for being slightly younger. The only exception is like Harry Potter or a movie where like they have to follow the actor as they're aging. Yeah. But I mean, we all know the first Harry Potter movie, they weren't, they, they were babies. They needed to, to grow. And then by the end, I they, think they, did they decent, got better. Though. Uh, yeah, it but it's just job. like child acting in general can it's be a little bit <laughs> hard to watch. Yeah. But anyways, overall, I think it's a very good movie. If you have not watched it yet, I think it's definitely worth at least one watch. Another thing that's refreshing about it is even though it does involve paganism, I feel like they're respectful they are. To it. And what's funny yeah. is, well, I'll, I'll go more into detail on the realism scale, so I'm just going to touch very lightly on this. But regarding the rituals, 
Um, they actually, the mama or the, no, no. yeah, they, that's actually a fake name because they were too scared that through the ritual, they'd actually have like if it was someone else that watched the movie tried that ritual, they didn't want someone to summon something <laughs> that they weren't supposed to, <laughs> but yeah, which is good. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it's pretty and cool. Appreciated. So, but what would you rate the movie? I would actually rate this as 6.5. I would like to give it a little bit higher, but I also don't want to be viewing it through the nostalgia glasses. And to be honest, there is a different witch movie that I watch far more frequently than this one, which I'm hoping we'll get to at some point later. Hocus Pocus? No, but I do watch that one more, too. <laughs> no, it's called Practical Magic. Yeah, I haven't watched so. that one, either. I don't I haven't watched a lot of witch movies. I swear. What am I going to do? Honestly, I think it's my upbringing. It has to be. My, it has to my be. religious background. It has to be. But, but now I'm like, YOLO! <laughs> <laughs> but this one, it's, it's good, and it's an interesting take on it. I just prefer the storyline and and the effects and all of that other movie a bit more so while i do enjoy this movie and think it's definitely worth at least one watch it's not one that i would go to first and foremost especially for a witch movie there's a couple others that i would probably grab before this one Hmm. now that being said the effects of this movie were decent they had a lot of good stuff. There were a few things like the lightning on the beach where that was clearly just lights. And the hair changing. <laughs> and hair changing and things like that. But it was the 90s, so... Fun fact about the hair changing, mm-hmm. the that actress apparently had shaved her head for a previous movie, and so whenever she filmed this movie, she is actually still shaved. And so... The entire movie, she's actually wearing a wig, Hmm. which is pretty good because I was 100% convinced that was her hair until they had her change to blonde Mm -hmm. during that one scene. With the CG. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 90s CG. (laughs) So you know how that goes. But it was was decent. Uh, The effects, for the most part, were pretty good. The lighting was an issue on the beach for the quote-unquote lightning. And when you see the silhouettes of the snakes move, I thought that was a little bit hokey. It was cool, but just a little bit hokey, just the way they did it. It wasn't quite a natural snake movement, so it's it was just off enough that you're like, hmm. <laughs> oh, and there is a slight trigger warning, especially for me. I was not warned. Uh, there I are completely forgot about it, honestly. cockroaches in this movie. I forgot about that, and also a trigger warning for attempted rape. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, though, that that scene, I mean, if you're super sensitive to that stuff, definitely a no, but yeah. it, it's really not that bad. It's not, like, traumatizing to yeah. watch. She gets away overall. <laughs> um, before anything actually happens, but... Yeah, it's like, it's, you know what he's doing, it's but it's not... Yes. Yeah, it's not graphic, yeah. I guess is the best term. And again, he doesn't actually get anywhere with it. So, But it can make some people uncomfortable. We we are aware of that. That's pretty much all I have to say on the entertainment side. We'll get to more in the realism, though. Tea break. Yeah, this is... I like it. 
It, it tastes very similar to how it smells. Like yes. I, I, I feel like I can taste the honeydew a little bit better than I Definitely. can smell it. Mm-hmm. I like that white teas are more delicate, like a soft flavor. Yeah. Versus black tea or green tea. Those typically are a lot stronger and a lot more in your face and need to be kind of tempered sometimes with the other ingredients that they put into it. Yeah. But white tea is naturally a lighter, delicate taste. Yeah. So it's it's a little easier on the palate. <laughs> yeah, and it's nice for anyone who wants a little bit of caffeine but doesn't want to go too crazy with it yes it does have a smaller caffeine content than black tea or green tea yeah so So. it's it'll ease you into it yeah it's like if you're trying to cut back on caffeine Mm -hmm. then maybe like try try white tea mm -hmm. for a little bit definitely a good option or if you just want just a small amount of caffeine but just want to kind of ease into your day in the morning or kind of wind down after work. I yeah. feel like this would be a good tea like for Like you that. still want a little bit pep so you can actually do stuff yes. around the house before you take a nap like I do. <laughs> <laughs> I am so productive before taking a nap. <laughs> it's like I am so bad at doing that. Like I'll get off of work and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to rest and watch some TV. And then I'll like take a two to three hour nap and then I'll go <laughs> <Yes>. to bed. <laughs> Ah, to be an adult. (laughs) For those of us that are just exhausted and want to sleep for a week. (laughs) Yeah, I am just perpetually exhausted. I will be forever exhausted. (laughs) It's our natural state of being. (laughs) It feels like it. If anyone has any tips on that, I would uh, appreciate. Apart from B12. Yeah. We know. I I, I actually... I take my vitamins, so it's like it's not a vitamin deficiency. Yeah. And plus, like, with B12 and especially, like, niacine, which I think is B6, I want to say, I know for me, personally, if I have too much of that, it actually makes me feel really sick. Like, that's why I can't have the majority of energy drinks because they pack it full with, like, over a thousand percent B12 and niacine. I, I can't handle that. It's too much. You shouldn't be drinking those anyway. Well, that's why I got the zest tea for. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't be drinking those either. <laughs> I know, anyway. especially when I'm having anxiety. <laughs> Don't Let's go to realism, shall yes. we? So for realism, you might be a little bit surprised with my rating, but I feel like just the surface level of the movie, I probably wouldn't rate rate it this, but doing some research and actually verifying a few things I was curious of, it uh, ended up changing my mind to rate this a six. Hmm. So, I mean, of course, there's overall in the movie, I feel like the the, char- the main cast is fairly realistic. Like Sarah's reaction to run away after the girls were talking about, you know, paganism and saying that like this particular god was realistic and just trying to, I mean, and then after the, the guy got hit, like, I can definitely see that. They just kind of, like, threw it all at her all of a sudden, which I thought was kind of too soon. But it's like, they were probably excited they in were. the moment. And, I mean, they were in high school. That's... Yeah. And with them being in high school, a lot of the scenes were very believable. I, I mean, whenever I was trying to rate this, I'm like, man, I feel like the high school scenes are... It's like my initial rea- gut reaction was like, oh, the high school scenes are so over the top. But then once I got to thinking about it, I'm like, 
Actually, unfortunately, no. Like, stuff like that has happened to people. Like, with the, the guy going on this one single date with her and then spreading a rumor about them having intercourse and just, like, really crap. And then, like, the bullying and the racism that essentially perpetuated the bullying and just, like, really crappy stuff like that. Or, like, when, when they're talking about their emotional trauma and the acts that they would do to help release that emotional trauma. Um, all of that is very realistic, unfortunately. Um, so I really can't complain too much about that. Cause it's like, I feel like in a large enough school, all of that happening in that school is very, is very possible. Um, you just need enough people essentially. But yeah, talking about the rituals, coming back to that, the movie rituals were actually modeled from real Wiccan rituals. Like they, they did it almost like step by step, mm -hmm. which is why they ended up coming up with the, the fake God name because they didn't want to summon or, or curse anyone. So I thought that was a really cool detail because so many movies are like, oh, we'll just make our own thing yes. up. And it, it shows so much. Like, you can just tell. It just feels fake. Well, I also appreciate that at one point they say that it has nothing to do with Lucifer. Yeah. Has nothing to do with the devil. There's no devil in the craft. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so many movies that mention, like, paganism yes. or Wiccans or whatever always mention... Yes. Satan. That's a completely separate thing. Yeah. Completely like, separate. Which is another reason, actually, why I like Practical Magic. Because they mention that as well. Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> yeah. But I think this is probably one of the best movies, at least that I've personally seen, that handles paganism and rituals and things like that. Because it is pretty respectful. It is pretty realistic it's like i like the fact that it, instead of making these characters seem super evil or messing with something they don't quite understand yeah exactly <laughs> it's it's like they surface level know about it they're obviously interested in it and it's working for them but yes. they're not quite deep enough to realize the consequences that they're creating for themselves yes I actually give it a five, which is one of the highest ratings I've given in a while. It is actually pretty accurate as far as um, bullying and um, yeah. the relationships between the different characters. I just have nitpicky issues <laughs> that I can't quite get over. But it's mostly just things like, you know, they, they just bought this new house that they just moved into and there's a leak in the roof which should have been on the inspection and they should have known about and gotten patched before. Well, I thought the but, father did know about the leak. Well, then he should have taken care of it or at least be concerned enough to grab a bucket or something because it was leaking all over the hardwood floors yeah. which would cost so much to repair. Yeah, that is... Yeah, I didn't think about that. It's like, why wouldn't he fix it before they yes. attempted to move in? Yes. Yeah. And if it was a time-sensitive move, okay, fine. But at least have something put over like the leak. or something. Yes. 
or have something under it at the very least to catch anything because no no <laughs> that's not how home ownership works it's just not <laughs> yeah so I, I don't understand things like that. I also don't understand why the shop owner, if she knows those three girls come in frequently and things go missing after every time they come in, why they weren't issued a trespassing and why they were still allowed in the store. Yeah. I wonder if, because it, it seemed like the, the shop owner was more relying on trying to invoke her wisdom about the rituals to them maybe. so maybe she's trying to protect them in a way uh but she's also a, an owner like a store owner yeah so, so it she's losing didn't money make for sure. sense yeah at all <laughs> like that's her livelihood i also don't understand how as many times as they've gone in there how none of them were able to sneak a peek behind the curtain ever <laughs> like it didn't make sense but okay. <laughs> sure. So it's it's mostly things like that. Just small things. So they did a fairly decent job. I don't understand how the dad didn't overreact or, or like threaten the guy or anything when he showed up at 3 a.m. Yeah. Yelling outside her window. Yeah, it was hard to rate that thing because it's like it was he is obviously influenced by magic it's like that stuff is typically not realistic yeah. but it you know well, obviously he is being influenced he was being influenced but there have been instances of stalking yeah that escalates like that yeah and then becomes violent just as he started to so i can definitely see a different version of that scenario without magic so that felt fairly realistic the dad being that cool about it though i don't really see that i see him at the very least questioning her about it and asking is this kind of thing normal for him like has he been doing this or has it been escalating and if it's been escalating we need to talk about next steps because this is not okay and if it's gonna continue to go on like this then it's not going to end well. It never does. So, <laughs> yeah, he's going to protect his daughter. Like, I just don't see him not at least talking with her about it. Yeah. At the very least. I get some parents are really chill and want to let the kids figure things out and all, and that's perfectly fine. But they also usually we'll still kind of keep an eye out yeah those things just don't quite add up to me dang it i didn't even think about those things and now i'm questioning my own realism skill <laughs> have to i just <sighs> judge things a little differently is all because i like to look at the behavior aspects too yeah well it's like i try to <laughs> but they're all classic stalker behavior <laughs> well it's like i'm also one of those people that it's very hard for me to pick out things in a movie just from the first watch mm -hmm. like i have to watch it at yes, least two to three times i've seen it several times before yeah. this so i'm gonna pick up on different things than you are yeah. and that's perfectly fine our viewers are going to pick up things that we didn't even 
mention. Yeah. <laughs> so that's perfectly fine. And we always appreciate yes. when you mention those extra things that we didn't yes. mention or what your thoughts are on whatever conclusion yes. that we had. So. I did also appreciate that when they were in instances where magic, quote unquote, was involved, it still felt like a somewhat realistic scenario. So, like, the awful guy's heart attack in the trailer, he looked like one French fry away from a heart attack anyway, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. So, that could have easily been, you know, a power flickered and surged and there was an issue, an electrical issue in the kitchen right before he had the heart attack. It could have freaked him out enough that his adrenaline got going and it messed up his heart and it went kaput. Well, I think <laughs> so, that... That actually, if I if I remember right, which I'm not an expert, but I think with these types of rituals, that's kind of the point. Like, mm -hmm. essentially, you're invoking nature to create the yes. results that you want. But I like that. Like, it's still plausible, and it still yeah. kind of makes you wonder, is this, is this something that would have happened anyway? Was it something that was on the course already? Or did they actually make it happen by using this ritual and invoking nature to do said thing? Yeah. So it's it's kind of nice in that aspect there. The the freak storm that was going on on the beach in which a bunch of sharks washed up, which was weird, especially different kinds of sharks. Was that something that would have happened anyway with that storm? Or was it because of them? No, the walking on water thing was pure <laughs> movie magic. Yeah, well, I'm also like, why did they had, have to bring, like, a Jesus scene into it? Like, it's not related to yeah, Christianity at all. Yeah, it didn't really make that much sense in I mean, it'd be cool to walk context. on water, yeah, but still, but it was just kind of random. It was, I think it was more to show that her wish specifically was coming true, that she was invoking the spirit of Menno. Yeah, because she is like, look what I can do. Yeah basically <laughs> but like the the hair falling out it could have been cool. some kind of issue that she specifically was having or developing and it was just progressing and she just happened to pick that kind of scenario she's got that for her dht overdose yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or um the the girl with the burns it, they at least made it look realistic. She was already getting treatments. They were kind of experimental. But when they were giving her the treatments and then wiping down her back, it was actually taking off the top layer of her skin. Yeah. With it. it just so made it work really yes, well. Yes. So it was nice that they didn't just randomly disappear. Yeah. So, I appreciated that greatly. A lot of movies with witches especially, or supernatural things going on, it's like a night and day kind of effect. It's just they disappear. Scars are gone. <laughs> Scars or burns are gone. Yeah. This person was kind of drab. Now they're super pretty. Like, supermodel runway ready, pretty. Yeah, I did get the impression that, at least to me, it seemed like they were doing the rituals, like, multiple times mm -hmm. to kind of help push along yes. the, the progress yes that was nice and we don't see that very often which we appreciate yeah but that's yeah. what i got on on the realism yeah 
Well, let us know what your thoughts on the movie are. I would love to know if you think this movie is kind of underrated and more people need to know about it. Or if you think it's forgettable. Uh, We would love to hear your thoughts. But thank you for joining us today. And um, once again, if you are interested in some new tea to try, the Plum Deluxe affiliate link is below. Once again, the price is not impacted at all for you. But if you do decide to purchase if you use our link, we will get a little bit of commission Mm -hmm. from it. Or if you would just prefer to donate to us directly, our PayPal button is below as well as our merch stuff. And you can find us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and most places that you listen to podcasts. So all of the sites mentioned will be linked down below. We don't need to rehash those again. (laughs) What were those again? If you have any other requests for movies that you'd like to have us watch and review, please definitely leave a comment or send us a message, whichever you prefer. And until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye. Bye!